T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris, and we uh, have changed our plans here pretty drastically from what we were saying. We said we were going to do the beer app episode this week. Yep. That's not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing <laughs> we at are, all. We are continuing our Portland Beer Week adventure of podcasts. As last week, we previewed Portland Beer Week and had a very, very, very in-depth beer of the week for Fort George's Thruway IPA, <laughs> which was um, interesting to say the least. I actually do have an update on that before we get into this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a little bit to say as well. Uh, one of the P1s of the podcast, he texted me and he said that he was at a bar, and he tried the three-way off tap. Mm-hmm. And the color he got out of the keg was the color that we got at the top of our cans. Mm. And I went, what? How is that even possible? Yep. Because the entire keg, you would think, would be poured from the entire same bright tank, and it right. would still be layered incorrectly. And he said he, he, uh, he had another one at the end of the keg, and it was the exact same color that he got at the beginning which was oh, the wow. top of our can, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was good. It was not that hazy. Right. It was a really solid kind of bitter, light haze West Coast IPA. And he goes, I thought it was great. And I was like, well, how is that possible? Yeah. And I sent him the picture of our can experiment, mm. which was light and then a little hazy. And then, oh, my God, this looks disgusting at the bottom. And it was like really, really, really strange. I don't understand why it happened that way. But it's that's the update. And I don't, there's no rhyme or reason for it it seems like i witnessed that firsthand i was at cerveza last night they had it on draft and i was like can i get like an extended taste you know randy was working and she's great and can i get an extended taste and she was like what's next anyway that's a stupid story so she gives me a little more than a taster so i can just kind of really look at it and the color was good it tasted i mean it was a hazy and you know right. how i feel about hazies right. but it was leaps and bounds better than what we had last week so, I don't know. I think the canning, whatever happened in their canning process, that is failing epically. Right. But the draft portion seemed to be okay. And I've heard from many people that the draft portion is great. That, but that doesn't make any sense to me. I'm confused as well. I wonder if it was. Aren't you I canning was, out of the same tanks that you're putting into right, kegs? Right. But I do wonder if it was kegged first and then canned. So the sediment went mostly to the cans than to the kegs. So does that mean that newer cans might be a little bit better then? Or is it uh, just like a one-shot, Well, they'll do. they'll do. I, I know they're doing multiple rounds, so we'll have to see when the next round comes out. That's the only thing I can say. All right, well, that's an interesting update yeah. for, for the three-way, totally. that's for sure. Uh, we are here for this episode at Brewers Burger Brawl at Wayfinder, where we've got four breweries making us sliders with beer pairings. Oh, yeah. And uh, most people have burgers around us. We have yet to get our burgers, so... Uh, 
It was perfect timing. We wanted to start before the burgers dropped so we could talk mm. a little bit I'm kinda, and then actually try it. Kind of looking around and things look great. There's yeah. a bunch of people here. I there imagine this, this turnout was going to be really nice. I heard from the guy at the front about 100 people. So, Sweet. And there's outside and inside seating. We're, we're inside because, A, it's hot. Yeah, and it's super hot. It's one of those 97-degree days. B, we've got a really expensive piece of radio equipment that I do not want to overheat in the sun. And C, I do not want my beer to get warm. True. That's that's a really good point, especially because we're talking and not going to be drinking it the entire time. Right. You can find us all over the place. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Radio.com, 1080thefan.com, and Stitcher, and Omni. Uh, still going to remember to say that now since I found that. And then on social media, I'm at MikeLynch27 on Twitter and Patrick's at PDiddy085 on Instagram. We post the podcast there. We'll post some pictures there, and then that's where you can interact with us. We've seen a lot. I've, I'm telling you, as, as I've teased that, I've gotten a lot more people tweeting at me the beers that they're drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw Nikasi one this week and saw uh, someone. It might have been the same. A dry Irish Stout got sent to me as well. So really, 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 uh, here we go. Really happy to get that. Yes, the burgers are coming down. Thank you, Thank sir. You, sir. Appreciate it. So now we've got the burgers in front of us too. So here's what we're going to do today. It's going to be a little wow. bit different. We're going to do a kind of a two and two. We're going to do a segment where we try the first two sliders with the first two beers. Mm-hmm. Take our little break. Do our second two sliders with our second two beers, and then do our beer of the week of the four beers that are in front of us. Sounds great. And we're not going to do like super Whoa. taster notes on this, but. I got to say, these sliders look crazy. This thing looks crazy. I know, right? (laughs) All right, well, did I miss anything? Are we just going to start? You want to dive right in? I don't know. What were you talking about? I was just teasing the podcast. Oh, yeah, and people talking about the beers they sent you. Yes. Uh, Yeah, we're good. Okay. I mean, this is awesome. A, I love this place, and I'm literally watching Kevin Davey throw bags of malt in his brewery. Um, So that's really rad to watch, you know, (laughs) one of the best brewers in town do, do his thing while we sit here and drink and eat. So... Uh, and just so you know, we are also probably going to do another Portland Beer Week episode next week as Patrick has some hot takes. Some hot takes. Uh, a little less hot than last night when he was very, very angrily texting me. <laughs> um, but uh, I hate everything. <laughs> he was like, I'm much calmer now. I, I, <laughs> I was overreacting a little bit. But we're going to kind of do a little trio of Portland Beer Week episodes here. So next week, expect another one of these, just not on location, just kind of as a reaction. Yeah. And then I think this weekend is your block party, so we can talk about that as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, first burger, first beer. Freem, first up, their burger is boar and brisket. It is a grilled Nikki Farms wild boar burger topped with slow-roasted brisket, bright pale beer cheese, pickled peppers, hermiston onion, and grilled spring garlic aioli. And the beer is a pale ale, crisp, fruity, and clean, bursting with fruity and tropical hop notes. Whoa. Um, it's like a burger with brisket on it. Oh, yeah. Have you never seen something like that? No. That's right. You don't eat a lot, <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> I'm going to try the beer first because you're taking a bite of the burger, and then we can swap. But uh, that sounded wrong. Then we can change places. <laughs> Whoa. Good messy bite you got there. Mm-hmm. You got some uh, aioli on your on your lips. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's the pale ale. I'm assuming that's their regular pale ale that they just have all the time. It do, it's not being sold as anything different. So. I would assume as well. Holy goodness. All right. That was good. So let's get some tasting notes of the food there, sir. Or take your sip of beer first, I guess. So... The food is, I mean, the slider is, and I think because these are all such, you know, wild, inspired ideas, it's a little messy, but I think that's okay. Um, I have no problem with a little messy. The brisket is absolutely fantastic. Maybe a little too much aioli for me, but I'm not the biggest sauce guy. But this is absolutely incredible, as they say. Yeah, so I just took my first bite of the burger, sorry, and I was taking a picture, so... Apologies for the distraction. The uh, 
You know what's really standing out to me on this is the pickled peppers and the onion. Mm-hmm. Because you got like you got the boar, which I love boar. If you've never had a boar burger before, it's delicious. Um, you've got the boar, and you've got the brisket on top, so it's really meaty and really heavy. And then you get the kind of cut of the peppers and the onion, and it kind of makes it a little bit fresh again. Uh, and I like the aioli a lot because it's not heavy. Like you get aioli's mayonnaise. It's a fancy way of saying homemade mayonnaise. <laughs> right, right. And it's just uh, this one's really, really solid. I like I like the mayo a lot because it kind of complements it well. And as far as the beer goes... You think I could be on the Food Network? <laughs> All you got to do is take people to Flavortown and you make it happen. Uh, as far as the beer goes, paired with the pale ale, I mean, I love this beer. I've had it. Um, this is definitely your, like, Northwest style pale ale or IPA Junior, baby IPA, IPA Light, whatever you want to call it. What do you mean by that? Uh, there's not a big malt burst to it. You know, uh, a traditional pale ale is going to be, what's our favorite? Sierra Nevada is going to be that going to be more of that more of like a mirror pond with an actual malt kind of backbone to it to where this is that classic Northwest style where the malt profile is light clean crisp almost lager esque and uh, uh, but and and very hop forward and what's really nice I think what's what's pairing really well with this is the 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 tropical kind of fruity notes from this pale ale I think are meshing with like the savory oniony garlic that's going with it which is funny because onion garlic is not a flavor you really want in your beer right but i think the onion garlic coming from this slider is pairing well with the paleo we've talked about this before um we could actually do probably a whole episode on this if this doesn't count as that as like a beer and food episode together there's always ways to introduce beer into a certain meal right Mm -hmm. and some restaurants some breweries even do it where they'll on their menu they'll give you suggested beers to eat or drink sorry with that food the one that i remember the most is deschutes on their dessert menu gives you beers to have with their desserts and you always get like a blackview porter with like their rich cookie sundae because Mm -hmm. it just matches the chocolatey notes but you're right this is good because this is a really heavy burger and it it does have some cutting going on on the top with the fresh vegetables but this is so clean Mm -hmm. that it kind of helps you take that next bite well i think what's really nice about the beers it's not taking anything away from the from the slider you know, I think that's what's so huge. You know, I'm looking at some of these other beers, you know, and I and I, I don't want to spoil them yet. We'll get to them. But knowing the styles they are, I'm a little, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that they mesh well and don't take away. And I think this pairing so far is killing it. Absolutely. Yeah, the other, the other beers that are coming up are not exactly as fresh, although the fourth one might be just as fresh. We'll, we'll get to that when we get to it. But um, not, not, I shouldn't say fresh. It's not the right word. Not as, like, cutting of a heavy burger if that makes any sense um but yeah so again i'll read it again boring brisket grilled nikki farms wild boar burger topped with slow roasted brisket bright pale beer, beer cheese which i wonder if they made with the pale ale that they're using i'm assuming um pickled peppers hermes and onion and grilled spring garlic aioli with their pale ale which patrick already said has tropical notes in it quite quite delicious wow mike i'm so shocked dude I'm so shocked that Free made a good burger and a good beer with it. <laughs> Breaking news, everyone. I know. I saw Freeman's first, and I was like, yes. <laughs> and they gave us fries, too, which is really nice. Yeah, that was nice. They just dropped off a little bowl of fries. This is probably the most difficult podcast we've done because we have to eat I and know. drink to do it. I Whereas know. before, like, we'd go to a place for our takeover, and we sit down, and we have a bite of our food, and then we talk for 10 minutes, we have a bite of our food, and then we finish it after the podcast. <laughs> um no, we got we got to eat these now. <laughs> got to eat these now. All right, um, let's move on to number two. Okay, 
Number two is Stormbreaker, if you'd like to read these. It has the greatest presentation of all three, just in terms of aesthetically how it is. And if you follow me on Instagram at pdd 85 uh, I will post a picture of this of all four so you can see them. They all look great. I don't mean to take away anything from it, but the way this burger is constructed is something unlike I've ever really seen, to be honest. Yeah, it's really unique. It's like the bun is toasted and upside down both ways. Yeah. So the burger is sitting on the top of the bun and the on the top of the top part of the bun and the bottom is upside down on top of the burger. Yeah. With a so pickle and a pearl on They're like flipped upside down buns, yeah. Yeah, this burger is called Boof, there it is. A French onion soup inspired double beef bomb, ground chuck brisket and short rib meat with a beef demi-glaze, grilled beef cheek, caramelized onions, fontina cheese, lemon aioli, and arugula. And they've got the uh, the toothpick in it with a little onion and pickle on the top, which I'm a little confused as to how to, how to eat with the burger. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I don't really do pickles, so I'll just push that aside. Well, that's a shame. Whoa, and there's like melted cheese on top of... Uh, and bottom of I the I think buns. that's the French onion soup inspired, right? Right. Because you've got the melted Gruyere cheese and French onion soup. And this, is there, you said there was Gruyere in this? Uh, no, there's Fontina cheese. Fontina, yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is a crazy I'll let, burger. I'll you let you take a bite, Mike, and just kind of oogle over this. The caramelized onions are there. It's got a touch of aioli, definitely less. No, you are good, my friend. We are doing fantastic. Thank you, sir. Um, it looks great. Mike sounds rough. Yeah, I just hear this. Sorry. Uh, but <laughs> this is really cool. I don't even want to take a bite of it. I just think it's so cool. But I'm All going right. to. So the bun is really interesting. That's the kind of the first thing you get because it is kind of coated in that cheese because it has that French onion soup vibe to it. Um, the flavors in this are really, really interesting. I kind of need to take a second bite before I fully commit to talking about the flavors, but the beer paired with it, did you say the beer when I was eating? No. Harmonica Solo Hazy IPA Citra Mosaic and Strata that blend together in smooth elegance. Um, so, you know, it's a hazy, so we'll see how we feel about this. But we've had some hazies we've liked over I'm, the course of the podcast. I really like this burger. It's a little tough to eat. My mouth isn't big enough. <laughs> That's what she said. No, no, I the, can't like uh, wrap around it. The I know I, I kind of understand. I took my first bite and some stuff fell out the back immediately, and I think that's because of the unique style of bun, which is fine, um, and I think is is acceptable if you're trying to make a really interesting flavored burger because even a regular burger stuff falls out the side anyway. Even right, if right. you got regular soft buns, they capture everything. But um, I think this is this is really interesting. The first burger was classically good, right? Yes, it's boar, so it's unique, but you've got brisket on it. You've got a good beer cheese on it. You've got a good aioli on it with some veggies. This one is super, super unique, and it's kind of tough to kind of pinpoint my flavors here. I think the lemon is, is standing out a little bit. It says there's some um, lemon aioli on it, mm -hmm. and that is an interesting choice, I think, uh, especially because you're thinking French onion soup. There's not really lemon in French onion soup, but um, interesting choice. And I, I, although the, I liked the aspect of it looking pretty, I wish they put the pickle and the onion on it because that could be part of the burger versus having one little pickle on the top. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, being a French onion soup inspired, I mean, the, the, the patty is dominating it. And I just took a bite of a pickle, and I don't know why. I don't even like pickles. 
I'm confused. What's going on? What is happening? Who is occurring? I watched you do that. I thought you were going to put it in your burger. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't. I don't like pickles. <laughs> Why'd you take a bite? I don't know, cause I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, the bun is dominating. You're right. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing though, cause the bun's delicious. It really, really is. Yeah, it is good, but yeah, it's kind of taken away from the meat. As far as the beer goes, I just tasted the beer. Um, it's classic hazy. It's pretty soft. Uh, low to virtually no bitterness. Um, I don't get any off flavors from it, so that's quite nice. I yeah, mean, it's uh, you, you, if you listen to the pod or if you're listening for the first time, I am not a hazy fan. I'm pretty critical of them. Uh, this is not offensive to me. I don't know. It seems a little too juicy to be paired with this burger, but that could just be me. I like both of them, but together, eh, I'm not sure if they're working together like the Freem one was right away, right at the beginning. But I really enjoy the burger. I very much enjoy the unique bread. Uh, I still think I'm going to go, if I'm going to vote, Burger 1 was better. I like the pairing better, but I like the uniqueness and the creativity of this burger a lot. I I think it is really, really, really creative and cool. I would support that as well. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we will do the second two burgers in beer, and this will also give us some time to finish the first two burgers because it's really hard to do this as we're finding out. This is Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. All right, segment two of Sliders and Beer here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. We are at... What a fun event. This is great. Brewers Burger Brawl, which I covered up in ketchup, so it's hard to read. Um, I know. I'm going to take a picture. I took a picture of what this looked like fresh. I hadn't touched the beers, hadn't touched the burgers. (laughs) I'm definitely taking one when I'm done. All right, so let's... Without further ado, let's get right into burger and beer number three. Now, this is the beer I'm most excited about because it's the only dark beer that is on our little tray in front of us. This is from Von Ebert. The burger is the Montreal Deluxe Montreal Steak Spiced Elk Patty cooked sous vide in smoked bone marrow. Hell yeah. With maple bacon jam. Hell yeah. Delice de Bourgogne. I don't know what that is. And foie gras aioli. This, oh my God. Everything on this sounds delicious because I love foie gras and I love bone marrow. Well, don't eat it. I just tasted it. It's awful. And then the beer <laughs> is the Keller Land beer, dark lager inspired with the German countryside rustic toast and walnut. The only dark beer we've got in front of us. Mm-hmm. And I've been very happy with all of Von Ebert's dark beer since they became Von Ebert. Yep. Um, all right. So how's the burger? The burger is absolutely fantastic. Um, so far, we still have one more to go. This has been my favorite. Whoa. Um, the... The maple bacon jam is really nice. The, the meat is extremely juicy and soft, um, and I like the way it plays with the bun. I think you um, get some of that foie gras at the end, too. Mm-hmm. A little bit of that, like, rich, mm-hmm. really, there's really... Some, there's some sweetness succulent. going on that I think is really nice, and I saw Jackson, who's the head chef for Von Eber, outside cooking. That always makes me feel good. He's an old friend. Uh, this is great, and I need to drink the beer, but I'm going to take another bite of the burger. All right, well, I just sipped the beer, too. It is a really good beer, and that's the thing. You think with this kind of a burger, which, by the way, just by reading it, sounds fancy as hell, mm-hmm. right? You're like, you know, like a five-star, Michelin-star restaurant eating this kind of burger. The beer, so it's rich, right? It's rich. It's really heavy. There's a lot of really powerful flavors, and you see a dark beer in front of it, and you're going, ah, I don't know if that's going to be that good because dark beers tend to be a little bit heavier, and that might be too much heaviness. This is not, or, or maybe because the burger is so heavy, it makes this seem lighter than it is. Oh, yeah, Patrick's happy. <laughs> this, I just punched the air. This, uh, <laughs> this to me, is a perfect pairing because of just how the 
the heavy beer complements the flavors but doesn't over-heavy your mouth. I would agree. I think, I think that's spot on. Um, I am no food connoisseur by any means, but I am having a really fun time with food lately. I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast. Maybe we did on the radio show. I don't remember. Um, long story short, I've been a smoker for 10 years, and I've recently quit smoking, and, like, it's actually happening. Yeah. And I'm really pumped about it's it. happening. And my taste buds are, like, exploding again. And it's really, really exciting because food tastes so much better, beer tastes so much better, and it's really kind of fun that we're doing this podcast right now because I haven't had a chance to really, like, eat some food and kind of talk about it. Like, I've eaten food and been like, wow, that's great, blah, 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 thinking to myself or whoever I'm hanging out with, but I haven't had a chance to actually dive in. This burger right now, I want on the menu all the time. Well, At Vaughn maybe. Fatties, as we like to call it sometimes. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Maybe because uh, it's in this competition, you're going to see it on the menu there, at yeah. least for a little bit. That'd be rad. I'm not. I'm not shocked. Again, Jackson is the head chef over there at the, at the at the Pearl. I don't know if he does anything out east. I don't know if he has any influence on that or not. I'm not sure, but he's got the Pearl. And where's the um, east side location again? Uh, it's the Glendevere Golf Course. Oh, it's like on the golf course. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we should go out there sometime. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, so you're telling me the downtown is a combination of Jackson making food and Sam making beer? Sign me up. This so, is great. This is fantastic. I can't, I can't get enough of this. I'm really interested. Why, what is different about your taste buds now that you've stopped smoking? Everything is just accentuated. It's not as dull. So it dulls it when you smoke cigarettes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kills your taste buds. Mm. I've never smoked cigarettes, so I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, okay, so... This is going to be a really tough choice for picking our favorite, I think. Because I, I think I like Freems better than Stormbreakers, but I really like Stormbreakers. Mm-hmm. And now this one's really, really good. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, let's, not, let's not sleep on the Wayfinder, kids. Oh, I'm not sleeping on it yet. That's the last one up. Let me finish my Keller beer, because, or my Land beer, because I liked it a lot. Keller Land beer. Okay. Boy, last babe. one. You're can we full. do this? I'm getting full, no, I Michael. Can, I can see that. I haven't even finished any of these sliders, and I'm getting full. Oh, yeah, I've I already finished. Eat, I didn't even eat breakfast this morning. I was <laughs> like, I got up, and I had to run to work, and I said, don't eat breakfast, fool. If you eat breakfast, you are not going to eat any of these yeah, burgers. Yeah, but see, that's that's the opposite approach. If you don't put any food in your stomach, it's smaller. That's true. If you eat a little bit of something, it expands the stomach, and then you got more room. How is that true? Because I look at my stomach, and from the outside, it clearly looks big. <laughs> <laughs> well, because at night when you sleep, you know, you burn all these calories and then your stomach shrinks down again. Why can't my stomach fill in to where, like, the love handles are on the backside? Oh, I'm sure it can. That'd be awesome. No- nooks and crannies, right? Yeah, just slide into there. All right, so. All right, so let's do this. Burger we got the Wayfinder. number four. Now, this one looks interesting. So, uh, Spicy Bambi. Yes, I want spicy. I want spicy. Nikki Farms. Venison Burger. So, that's two Nikki Farms that we've seen here, by the way. The first was the Wild Boar oh, Burger whoa. from Frame. Sorry, this has I'm listening. a venison burger ah, with nice. breaded and fried hatch chili pimento cheese. So I almost swore. I almost said the F word. I almost was like, hell yeah. This uh, this bottom thing is fried cheese. I know. I know what fried pimento is, Michael. Well, it's hatch, too, so it's got the hatch chilies from New Mexico, which is exciting. <laughs> um, butter lettuce, which is my favorite kind of lettuce on is burgers. Pepperoncinis? Sweet hot pickles, yep. Tomato and bacon confit aioli. Now, if Go you don't in. know what confit is, confit. that means it is cooked in its own fat. So the bacon fat was then used to cook the bacon. And, uh, oh, my God, Patrick's going <laughs> to – I was going to say die. No, it looks like he's, like, never had a burger as delicious as this before in his life. Nom, nom, <laughs> nom. 
The beer. Jesus. The this beer, is the best idea ever. The beer that goes with this is the Seven Centuries Kolsch-style ale. Spritzy ale brewed with a touch of wheat, fermented cool to exhibit a crisp mouthfeel and a slightly tart finish. All right. Your turn to talk. I haven't done anything yet. I have to bite it. I have to try it. The description of the beer sounds perfect because of what I just ate. A slight, a crisp mouthfeel with a slightly tart finish. This is very savory with a touch of spice to it. Um, that uh, I haven't had a taste of the Kolsch beer yet, but I can't wait to. I'm going to take another bite. But the burger itself, the pimento is coming across very, very nicely. Um, I... I love hatch chilies, and these are really good. Yeah, I haven't noticed the tomato and bacon confit aioli, other than there's just kind of a little sauce involved with it, which I think is nice because it's probably creating a little bit of flavors that you're not intended to pick up it's on. It's probably getting rid of a little bit of the spice, right, because you get that you get that pimento cheese and the, and the hatch chili, which is spicy. Right. Uh, not super spicy, but you feel the spice in your tongue. Right. And then, uh, but I think that might cut a little bit, too. So I think it works uh, really, really, really well together. And I did, uh, I did try the the beer with it as well. It is a super, super refreshing light Kolsch that is um, really, really complimentary. You're right of this kind of a burger. It's so easy drinking when this burger is very, very intense that it works really well. It's just like hanging off the side. The pimento cheese, dude. I thought that was like. Another fried meat, and then it said fried pimento cheese, and I went, "Oh my god, this is." Gonna I be thought my it favorite. was the bun. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. I don't want it to be recency bias or like because it's what I'm eating right now. I think this is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was the bun because the way mine was plated, there was a big piece of it hanging off the edge, and so I thought it was the lower bun. I'm gonna take a drink though now. Yeah, the beer works really well with it. This is. Really clean, super see-through. Can we see more burgers that have fried blocks of cheese on them? <laughs> that would yes. be amazing. That sounds great. Go oh. back go back to Breakside and make that decision for me, okay? <laughs> Thanks. Hi, Chef. I've never cooked things in my life. In fact, I've only been tasting things again for the first time in 10 years, but I think you should do this. Well, you can say it's from me, who's been a food snob for years. <laughs> can we just put it on the menu, a deep-fried block of cheese? <laughs> Well, I'd order it. <laughs> Tillamook. <laughs> well, of course, it has to be Tillamook, yeah. No, it doesn't have to be Tillamook. Blue Heron makes great cheese, too. That they do. Um, I really like this. I really like this beer. Um, this beer might be my favorite beer on the table. Um, I think this beer was born to be paired with food. Um, the the crispness, I think, is very, is very helpful, especially with all these savory and and a touch of sweetness in some of them in front of us, that this beer is, it's the brightest, it's the crispest, crispest, if that's a real word. And I'm not getting a, a slightly tart finish per se, but I'm not either. that might be subdued by the spiciness of the slider. Um, but this is a winner. This one's good. This, this is good top to bottom. This is, is very, very good. Good one top to bottom. Um, okay, so to recap. First segment, we had a Freem Pale Ale with their Boar Burger that had brisket on it and uh, Pale Ale Beer Cheese, so the, the beer was in the burger, with uh, some pickled peppers and some other things going on. I'm not going to read every single item. Then we had Stormbreakers, uh, French Onion Soup-inspired burger, which uh, had a really interesting bun because it had, like, the little fried cheese on top of it. Yep. It uh, also had a little brisket and short rib in there and beef cheek, 
and some Fontina cheese. And that came with their Solo Hazy IPA, the harmonica. Then we had Von Ebert's Montreal Deluxe, which was a super, super decadent uh, steak sp or Montreal steak spiced elk patty, which had bone marrow and maple bacon and foie gras aioli and really, really kind of like fancy restaurant things. Mm -hmm. And that came with their Kellerland beer, which was the only dark beer that we got on the trade today. And then we just said we had our store or the, way the Wayfinder Spicy Bambi, which was venison burger, and it had a fried hatch chili pimento cheese block on it. And then we got their uh, Kolsch with it as well. Um, to me, I think if I'm going to have to pick my favorite, it's down between one and four. Okay. I really enjoyed the natural boar and brisket burger from Freem. But this thing from Wayfinder, man, it is so unique. Yep. This hits delicious and unique together, whereas I think the Freem burger was delicious, but although boar, I've seen things like that before. Mm -hmm. I've never had anything like this before, and it's killing it. I think I go between three and four. Um, the Von Ebert burger um, talked to me really, really well, and I think the beer paired really nicely. The, the beer might be uh, i know this might contradict something i just said but the von ebert beer might be my favorite beer of the four beers okay um i think it's i think it's classic lager style with you know a little modern touch to it uh, i think the flavors are really well it pairs nicely i do think the wayfinder beer pedder pairs better with um the burger i think wayfinder might have the better burger than von ebert but von ebert's got the better beer then Wayfinder, I don't know. I would take three or four. I say the best pairing for me was actually Freem. Yeah. That pale ale with that burger was so it perfect. It did work. I mean, I, I even ranted about it when we were doing it. But I think my favorite burger was the Wayfinder, and I think my favorite beer was the Von Ebert. So if we're going to pick our official beer of the week today, I think it's going to be the Von Ebert. Yeah. The uh, Keller Land Beer. Dark lager inspired by the German countryside rustic, toast, and walnut. It's heavy, but not heavy. Yeah. Right? Like heavy flavors, but really light and easy to drink. And I guess for us, the burger, Wayfinder, is that what you're picking too? I think so. I think so. I think it's the most intricate. I think it I think it comes across um, hitting everything it wants to hit. Um, it's spicy, but not too spicy. Um, I, I, I think it's really well done. Well, that's going to do it for us today. That's our beer of the week, by the way. Officially, we're not going to do like a deep dive because, well, we're at Wayfinder right now. Keller Lamb Beer by Von Ebert. Um, we'll, we'll post a picture with this when we post it on social media. I just took one. And I'm going to post it with the episode tomorrow. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. This is an interesting experience for us. We've done on-location episodes before, but it's not that hard because you're drinking some beer and you're talking to people and you're eating the food kind of in the break. But this was so reliant on trying it during the podcast that hopefully it wasn't too clunky for you guys. Let us know what you think on social media. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Patrick's at PDiddy085 on Instagram. Let us know what you thought about this and if you want us to do other things like this when Portland Beer Week comes around again or if there's other competitions that we find out about that we'd like to go to. Let us know. And um, remember, wherever you find us, to subscribe, rate, and review because the ratings and the reviews help us and it boosts the podcast a little bit. And then let us know on social media the beers that you're drinking keep that going it's been really really fun to see that from you guys i really really appreciate it and uh we will continue our portland beer week theme next week and uh, we will have a recap to portland beer week i just found out that uh von ebert east if you go out to the glendevere von ebert they have this keller land beer on draft there so it tells me sean burke make this beer. very nice uh, we'll do a recap episode where patrick has some very very important feelings on Portland beer after some of the seminars he's been to, and maybe he'll go to more things this week and have maybe, more, yeah, more hot maybe opinions. my mind will change. I, um, uh, yeah, for just a little sneak peek about it, it, it's along the lines of how supportive we all are of each other and where that can be dangerous. 
Well, that'll be next week. Thank you so much for listening as I'm eating fries now. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to eat this salt and straw ice cream. See you in Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa. See you next week. Deuces. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 